0: You're commuting home with Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis on 77 WABC.
1: And we're back. And this is John Katzimatides, the number one show at 5 o'clock. Why? We're mad as hell and we can't take it anymore. And, and we tell you about it. And i hey, was as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. They See, they finally found the right button. <laughs> they finally found the right button. Oh God. Where's the cavalry one? There it is. That's for Larry Dunlop. That's right. so now he knows. Covering attractions for Friday. Covering attractions. Uh, with us today is Peter, Dr. Peter. <laughs> See, I like to make some people laugh once in a while. We need a, You need a laugh. You no, know, we either need Kleenex no to cry. Coffee. No more coffee. We need coffee Kleenex for John. To, cry, to, to, to cry, or we need a laugh. What is in that you cup? <laughs> High octane coffee. <laughs> and, And and we have with us Dr. Peter Michalos, and he's got a few. uh... Now, I understand, Dr. Peter, uh, our in-house genius, that uh, uh, COVID, there's reports that COVID was damaging heart muscles more than people know. What is the breaking news on that?
0: Well, the first is that laughter is the best medicine. That's why you've got to listen to cats at night so you can get in a few laughs to get through these crazy times. And uh, it's interesting that uh, Dr. Zing Zhang Ling from uh, Utica, New York, uh, was uh, presenting papers at the American Heart Association Symposium. And some fascinating uh, news that we've all suspected uh, about COVID is that the spike protein is toxic to heart muscles. And basically, what does that mean? Basically this protein, the body's immune system sees it and it triggers an inflammatory cell attack against the heart specifically. Whereas other coronaviruses, like the flu virus is a type of coronavirus, they don't do that to the heart muscles. So that, that's what's making this virus particularly interesting. And in the study, they studied the hospitalized patients who had COVID and they found that 55% of them had some effect on the heart and inflammation and the uh, heart's ability to pump. That same spike protein uh, also can be generated by vaccine. So there were a certain number of cases of heart inflammation with the vaccine. But overall, in the big picture, the vaccinated people had less inflammation triggering that damaged the heart. So that's the good news about vaccines. And, and the, anti-
1: but- the people that got antibodies were even better, right?
0: Well, what happens is you're absolutely right. If you have these spike proteins and you immediately get an infusion of the antibodies in the first alpha delta variant that we had, it was the Regeneron antibody. But now with this subvariant of BA4 and BA5, there's a medicine called Beltemovab by Eli Lilly. And picture it as a metal cap on the spike protein. That's a little knife trying to get into your cell. So when the antibody covers it, the immune system doesn't see it, doesn't attack it, doesn't generate as much inflammation. You can't get into your cells to replicate, to take over the copying machine system of our bodies, because it doesn't have a body, it needs our body. So basically, when you block it early on, so that's why we've been telling for the last two years our patients to get treated as soon as possible, whether it's the oral antiviral agents that block the copying machine, or better yet, the IV antibody, You basically stop that process, so you are less likely to end up with the heart muscle damage, less likely to end up with this new condition called long-haul COVID where people have uh, cognitive problems, focusing problems, anxiety, depression, weakness, uh, insomnia. So uh, I think early treatment is very important. It's now readily available almost everywhere in the United States. Thank God to Operation uh, Warp Speed that produced all these
1: Now, if they tax, doctor, I know your tax tax accounting is not your specialty, but if they tax the pharmaceutical companies, they can do two things. Reflect the price increases of the tax back to the consumer or or reduce their uh, development. uh, Research and development. Research and development.
0: Well, what we've learned in Economy 101 worldwide is that price controls result in shortages. And if you start going into the profits of pharmaceutical companies, which everyone attacks, then you will have shortages in innovation and development. The rest of the world is waiting for us to make it spend the $200 million to take a medicine through the FDA. And then they wait for the either to copy it or they wait for the patent to expire. And that's how they do it. We're the innovators. We're the world leaders. What new COVID medicine that's been successful in the last three years has come out of any other country except the United States? Yes, I give credit.
1: We, had, we had the vaccine. Europe screwed up, and they didn't have it. I, I believe yes, I'm correct no, on that.
0: But With all due respect, we have to say the Russian vaccine ended up working just fine, too. So they did okay, too, with their Sputnik vaccine. So we have to give them credit for that. But most of the treatments, not the vaccines, they all came out of the United States because investors take a risk. They put the money in. They put up their capital, and they put their money where their mouth is, and they make it happen. So uh, we have to respect what pharma, you know, people attack big pharma, but be careful what you wish for. Otherwise, that new medicine, that might save you next week. Just like, for example, you know, with melanoma, there's a medicine. That's why people like Jimmy Carter are alive with metastatic melanoma because someone spent hundreds of million dollars invested because for every one of those that makes it, 10 don't. So people lose money. But Americans take those risks. And that's why we. Doctor, uh, we got
1: okay. three minutes left. Polio. How Polio serious is, is the up. situation up in Rockland County?
0: Well, it showed up in the sewage system, which is a big problem, because when it shows up and one person has it and it's in the sewage system, you might have 100 people uh, infected. The problem is we thought we eradicated 1979. It popped up again in 2013. And then we got this case that came in from another country that showed up in July 21st. And uh, the problem is there's no treatment. There's only a vaccine. and It works 100 percent. Well, I mean, 99 percent. It's a great vaccine. And people should get vaccinated. The anti vaxxers out there, you know, okay, I understand what you're doing with COVID, but please don't mess around. Get your kids vaccinated for polio. It's part of the regular school vaccines. It presents with fever, stomach pain, stiff neck, sore throat, fatigue, and you end up can end up with paralysis. If it hits the muscles in your diaphragm, your breathing muscle, you can end up dead. So you have to take it uh, seriously and uh, wash your hands. Dr. Mikolos,
1: we're seeing so many because we're running out of time. So I want to get this question. We're seeing so many homeless people now on the streets and it's it seems to be very unsanitary. How much could that uncleanliness contribute to, say, more diseases? I have a friend who is also now afraid to take the subway because of monkeypox, because it can be transmitted skin to skin.
0: Yeah, droplets. Yeah, cholera, dysentery, TB. You're going to start seeing resurgences of all these old scourges, as they're seeing in San Francisco. It's happening. So we need to make uh, take back our streets, make New York safe again, make. You mean if
1: you t- if you shake somebody's hand and might have monkeypox, you might get it.
0: Yeah. Yep. Theoretically, wow. you could. Yes. So, so uh,
1: what are the symptoms of monkeypox?
0: The symptoms are fever, fatigue, and you get lymph node swelling, you get sores in your genital area and on your hands and rashes, unlike other viruses that don't cause this extensive lymphadenopathy where your neck lymph nodes and your armpit lymph nodes start to swell and they become severely painful. Most of the hospital admissions are for severe pain. Good news is that out of the 16,000 cases worldwide, there were only five deaths, so it's not as deadly. Oh, that's and that's are news. That is treatment. good news.
1: And, and those that's five probably news, had other symptoms.
0: There is a vaccine that is FDA approved that actually got approved during the last administration, and now it's being distributed well by the current administration, and uh, we thank God we're, for U.S. Doctor, pharmaceuticals.
1: We're out of time, but I want to thank you for so many lives that you help, and God bless you. And uh, Judge Richard Weinberg, uh, Congressman Peter King, Lydia Saranai, what do we stand for? Truth, Truth, justice, justice, and and the the American American way. way. God bless New York. God bless America. And tomorrow, Connecticut, don't forget to vote for the right candidate. Thank you so much.